0: U.S. government agencies are bad at logging. Windows 10 will get three years of paid security updates. The Andarial Group stole South Korea's laser weapons secrets. And there are still 23,000 backdoored Cisco IOS XE devices online. This is Risky Business News prepared by Catelyn Campanu. Today is December 6th. 20 of the 23 largest U.S. federal government agencies Aren't meeting logging requirements established by the White House in the aftermath of Russian and Chinese hacks in 2021. The U.S. Government Accountability Office says that only three U.S. federal agencies met the logging requirements, which were established in August this year by an executive order. 17 of the 23 audited agencies were still at the lowest level. While agencies were lagging behind on proper logging, the same GAO report, found that most agencies met other requirements such as deploying EDRs, threat intelligence sharing and vulnerability scanning frameworks. The South Korean government says that North Korean hacking group Andariel has stolen sensitive information from some of its defence contractors. Officials believe the hackers successfully stole information on the country's laser-based air defence weapons. South Korean police say the intrusions were part of a larger campaign that also hit local universities, research centres and financial institutions. The group compromised 14 organisations and also engaged in ransomware attacks. Officials say they've recovered $360,000 paid in ransoms. Russian hacking group APT28 is relentlessly exploiting a former Outlook Zero Day throughout the year, despite Microsoft patching the bug in March. APT28 is using the Zero Day to steal passwords from unpatched systems and then pivot to internal networks. The group also used password spraying attacks to gain access to exchange servers and steal emails. According to reports from Microsoft, Proofpoint and Poland's Cyber Command, the campaign targeted a wide range of organizations across Europe and North America and didn't appear to lose any steam after Microsoft rolled out patches. APT28 has been linked to Russia's GRU military intelligence service. A threat actor is exploiting an Adobe cold fusion vulnerability patched in March to gain access to U.S. government systems. CISA says the attackers compromised and backdoored two servers in June and July. Adobe said the cold fusion vulnerability had been used in the wild for limited attacks when it was patched in March, but it's unclear if this is the same attacker. Mexico's former president Enrique Pignaneto allegedly ordered a spying operation against the country's two largest business figures, investor Carlos Slim and mining mogul, Herman Laria. According to the testimony of a whistleblower in a trial that started in Mexico this week, the spying operation involved the NSO Group's Pegasus spyware. Prosecutors believe the spyware was used to spy on thousands of victims across the private sector and government administrations. Microsoft will offer three years of paid security updates for Windows 10 users after the operating system reaches its end-of-support date in October 2025. Known as ESU, this is the same type of paid extended support that Microsoft previously made available for Windows 7 users. This is Microsoft's third major ESU program after it announced a similar paid support scheme for Windows Server 2012 R2 users last month. More than 23,000 Cisco IOS XE devices are still infected with a backdoor named Bad Candy almost two months after a campaign to compromise them was discovered. The number of infected devices is down by just 46%, despite calls from several national cert and cybersecurity teams to patch them and remove the backdoor. The devices were infected at the end of September – after a yet-to-be-identified threat actor used a combination of two zero days in Cisco's iOS XE operating system to deploy the backdoor. Payment software vendor Tapolti has confirmed it was hit by a ransomware attack after the Alfie group listed the company on its dark web leak site. The incident is unique because Alfie intends to use the Tipalti data to extort some of its customers. The gang hinted at possible extortions of Roblox and Twitch, two of Tipalti's largest customers. A judge has ruled that the Dutch government can extradite a Ukrainian national to the U.S. to face charges for developing the raccoon info stealer. Mark Sokolovsky has been fighting his extradition since October last year. In his defense, the suspect claimed that U.S. authorities would treat him inhumanely and violate his human rights, accusations the judge found implausible. Sokolovsky was detained in early 2022, and his sudden disappearance following his arrest led to a situation where fellow malware developers thought he had died in Ukraine following Russia's invasion. Europol, Interpol and law enforcement agencies from 26 countries have arrested 1,103 money mules in one of the largest crackdowns against money laundering operations. Officials say they also identified almost 11,000 money mules and their recruiters. More than 2,800 banks and financial institutions help law enforcement in tracking down the money mules and their networks. More than 15,000 Go libraries are managed through GitHub accounts that are vulnerable to repository hijacking attacks. According to security firm Volncheck, more than 9,000 repositories are vulnerable due to GitHub username changes, while another 6,000 have had their original account deleted. Volncheck says that 15,000 GitHub repos support more than 800,000 versions of Go modules, including some popular ones. Web3 software vendor ThirdWeb has asked developers to take steps to mitigate a vulnerability the company found in its smart contract SDK. ThirdWeb says the vulnerability impacts more than 20 popular smart contracts. Any company that deployed a smart contract with the ThirdWeb SDK before November 22 is considered vulnerable and exposed to crypto asset thefts. The company says it hasn't observed any exploitation of the bug prior to its disclosure. That's all for this podcast edition.